0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to LocalJobNetwork.com Radio. I'm Tim Yuma, and you've tuned in to Volunteering at, where we explore the different ways you can give a little of yourself to others, and as people often find out, they usually get something back as well. Today, we're featuring the ALS Association. I'm sure you've heard a little bit about them recently. And to find out more about what they do and how you can help in one way or another. Joining us on LJN Radio is Melanie Roach-Bicos. She's the Executive Director for the ALS Association's Wisconsin Chapter. Melanie, thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, I'm thrilled to be with
1: you and your listeners, Tim.
0: Start us off just by giving the listeners a a quick take on what the organization is about, maybe sort of some of the missions and the values that you bring, uh, just to give them a, a nice picture of what the ALS Association is all about.
1: Well, the ALS Wisconsin chapter is here to assist ALS patients and their families in any way that we possibly can. Your listeners might know that ALS, otherwise known as Lou Gehrig's disease, is a fatal disease. Um, right now, there is no cause, cure, or treatment. And the cost, the out-of-pocket cost for an ALS patient that is not covered by insurance in the latter part of the disease, is over two hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. So, in addition Tim, to everything else, the costs. Are prohibitive sure so what we as an association do is we provide a number of services and programs free of charge to the patient and these services and programs include the Chenastic grant program which helps patients get to their medical appointments and back builds ramps for their homes makes their homes as um, accommodating as possible The Equipment Loan Program, which is a program that lends out communication devices or wheelchairs or walkers, anything that can help the patient live at home as comfortably as possible. We have caregiver programs. We have support giver programs. We have a social worker that deals directly with the children of ALS patients to kind of help them cope and understand what ALS is so that they do not feel so alone. Hmm. So those are just a few of the services. We also have the only ALS certified clinic in the state of Wisconsin, which is at Freighter and run by a gentleman named Dr. Barkhouse.
0: Well, it's great. I mean, a great rundown of, of what uh, the organization offers and, and some of the some of the areas where maybe people could help out. So I wanted to touch on that a little bit for those listening that might be interested in volunteering in some way or offering their time, offering their, their efforts in one way or another. What are some ways that the average person could reach out and, and help out ALS or uh, Association?
1: We would invite each of your listeners to step up with us in this fight because it is a disease where we need each and every person that we can get. We are constantly looking for volunteers for different projects and have a number of ways that listeners can get involved.
0: Now, oftentimes when we talk on these shows, we ask uh, about maybe some of the skills or personalities that someone either would need to help volunteer or maybe they would gain from the experience of helping out in, in one uh, in one shape or, or form. What would you offer up in terms of those areas, those traits that people could really get the experience from if they are helping out?
1: Well, I'm telling you, it is, it is a life-changing experience to attend an ALS event or to partake in an ALS event in terms of a volunteer. And in terms of a volunteer, we are looking for someone that's dependable, that will show up, and that's really willing to pitch in wherever is needed. And I promise you to your listeners that the volunteers who have volunteered have stuck with us because you become part of a family. ALS right now is a disease where there is no cause, cure or treatment. So when you see these ALS patients, and you know that the diagnosis has been a death sentence for them, they need the love and support of community. They need to know that they're not alone in this fight. And volunteers make up this fight. And, And that's really what we're looking for.
0: There might be some listeners out there who still maybe don't have a full understanding or grasp on the disease itself. Would you be able to give us a quick uh, synopsis of, of what happens to uh, some of the patients?
1: Absolutely. ALS is, as I said before, 100% fatal. Right now, there is no cause, cure, or treatment. Each patient is unique in how the disease starts for them, but a lot of times it starts, you know, with an ache or a pain or really muscle weakness, and patients such as Jim Utizi, who was very athletic, noticed uh, like a twitching in his pinky and noticed he couldn't weight lift as much as he was used to. Rebecca Bell Barbie, another ALS patient, was walking along the subway and her ankle kept giving out and she couldn't really understand why. It usually starts with a weakness somewhere. And since ALS is the last diagnosis you want to get, a lot of times, You know, people go and think it's other things Mm -hmm. and are treated for other things, and it's different for each and every patient.
0: Well, I'd encourage uh, all the listeners out there to go ahead and and look up some uh, even more details and and find some of the stories out there, because I think that will really hit home for, for a lot of people who don't quite understand. Although I would say there's been a lot more awareness recently for those who have been at all on social media or haven't been under a rock. The Ice Bucket Challenge, it's been a huge huge contributor for uh, the ALS Association and awareness and, uh, of course, funding as well. What's been your overall take with the Ice Bucket Challenge and and how it's worked out and, and the benefits that have been reaped across the country?
1: We have been absolutely blown away by this challenge. We could not plan for it. We could not predict it. We did not start it. The ALS Association did not start it. It was a grassroots marketing plan um, that was started by a couple of families out east. A gentleman named Pete Frates, 28 years old out east in Boston, was diagnosed with ALS and he and a couple of buddies decided to start this challenge. So what this has meant to ALS patients and their families is really hard to put into words because Tim, this has been a disease that has been vastly ignored and underfunded for the last 75 years. And the fact that it is now in the forefront, it's on the cover of newspapers, it's on radio shows, it's on TV shows, is just a gift. And I think what it's saying to us and to ALS patients is, you hear us, we count, and we are not alone And the interesting part about ALS is it paralyzes the entire body. Mm -hmm. It robs a patient of their ability to walk, talk, eat, hug, and eventually breathe. So you can imagine how isolating it is. So what this challenge has done is said, you are not alone in this fight. It is a horrible disease, but you literally have a world of support behind you.
0: Yeah, it, it's really been incredible to see, uh, as you said, just the way it's exploded. Um, obviously, with the the help of social media, really uh, pushed it forward. And again, for anyone out there who isn't sure what that is, uh, I encourage you to to look it up. You'll you'll see plenty of of stories and videos from you know, again, all, all walks of life, including you know, your celebrities and athletes down to individuals who and families who are struggling with with the disease. So, you know, there has been some backlash with it, which I find unfortunate, but. What's sort of been the response from the ALS Association in terms of people who, oh, this is ridiculous, this isn't really doing anything? I mean, what would, what would be your response if, if somebody was telling you this uh, about it being, you know, not really what people should be doing?
1: Well, in that case, Tim, I would say make sure you watch the videos of the Ice Bucket Challenge that the uh, patients of ALS, the people have that are battling ALS, have done. And I think it will quickly change your opinion. Because these are families and people that are really, really struggling. And right now, there is no other disease that exists in the world that there is no cause, cure, or treatment. And in this world we live in, I find that to be totally unacceptable. Our patients deserve more. We can put a man on the moon. Look at what we're doing in terms of technology. And the fact that there is nothing that we can offer these patients is completely unacceptable. As you and I probably know, there will always be naysayers in this world, but I think the awareness that this has brought and the fact that it has clearly shown that the younger generation will step up and get involved in a cause has really been enough to say this has worked. This has absolutely made a difference and will go down in the history books.
0: And as you mentioned, obviously the awareness is a huge part of it. And again, aside from dumping ice water on yourself and and uh, nominating people to do that as well, of course donations are a large part of this. Um, I don't know any of my friends or family who haven't participated in one way or another. And I guess I wanted to get an idea from you as far as on the funding side, because maybe for people think that's all it is is just dumping water on yourself and, and learning about the disease. How much has that helped uh, from what you've seen on the local level or even on the national level in terms of the funding that's come through?
1: Well, it has made a huge difference, and I want to tell your listeners, we are leading the commitment to be very transparent about where those monies are going, and they are going, 50% is going to research ALS research, and the other 50% will help ALS patients through our grant program, through the equipment loan program, and through the ALS clinic,
0: We are getting close to our time here. A couple of things I wanted to get to. uh, I I was curious if you had any personal stories, uh, memories that you've been involved with in terms of maybe it was with an individual patient, maybe it was in an event you've been doing or been involved with. um, Anything you'd like to share with the listeners in terms of your personal experience working with the ALS Association?
1: Absolutely. If any of your listeners know someone with ALS, they know how life-changing it is to see what happens to the person. Jeff Kaufman, who passed away from ALS, was a mentor to me. He was um, a track runner and a budding young lawyer and had his whole life in front of him. And to see what ALS robbed him of, but also what it robbed us of by not having him here, it's just monumental. There is Jim Utesi, who is a current ALS patient, who is a father of four beautiful kids, who has gone to schools and talked to companies about what this disease has done to him But his message is, if it's not ALS, find some cause to get behind. Find something to be passionate about. Because at the end of the day, we're all in this fight together and can only help each other. So if you go to our website, you'll see these families. You'll see these mothers and fathers that are going to be leaving young children behind because of ALS. They deserve a chance. They deserve hope. And that's what we are being able to provide to them.
0: Well, Melanie, I do appreciate you coming on, speaking uh, on this, uh, not the disease itself necessarily, but of course, the, the ways and means of helping out these individuals and these families, as you said, who are, are touched by this um, unfortunate disease. Any last words of encouragement or advice or anything you'd want to mention about the organization um, for our listeners, sort of a final takeaway uh, from the show today?
1: Absolutely. The ALS Wisconsin chapter is here for our ALS patients and their families. There is no doubt that if we stick together as a united front, that we can find the answers. So I'd invite you to step up with us. Please get behind this cause so we can knock out ALS. Once the ice melts, we still have the second part of the challenge, and that is finding a cure. And I know together we can do it. I would just ask you to step up with us.
0: All right. And with that, we will close out this episode of Volunteering At. Again, we've been speaking with Melanie Roach-Bicos, the Executive Director for the ALS Association's Wisconsin chapter. And again, uh, you know, take a look and see some of the stories out there, see how everything is coming together, hopefully, for the ALS Association, and some of the research and the uh, the funding that's been going on. Melanie, thanks again for coming on the show. Hopefully this will help continue with the awareness, and uh, maybe we'll talk again down the road.
1: It will. Thank you very much. And thank your listeners.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. And of course, if you're looking to get in touch with us, you can email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. We'd love to converse with you in the social media world as well. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.